Coming today on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung. A surveillance detection route, SDR for short. And here's, it's a fancy way of saying, don't go from point A directly to point B, which means let's say all of us are spies right now who are listening to this. If you were going to go meet somebody, and I'll just use McDonald's and McDonald's, and you were a spy to meet an asset, you wouldn't go straight to McDonald's because if somebody followed you there, it would expose you, it would expose the asset you're meeting. So you might go to Walmart first, then you may go to the gym, then you may go to Starbucks, then you may go pick up your laundry. Then after you're sure you're not being followed, you would go to your final meeting location at McDonald's or wherever it might be. So the big questions are these. How can we navigate and negotiate every situation in our lives, in our career, in our businesses, in our relationships, and even with ourselves for our own self-worth? In other words, what if you could win every time and have no losers? Let's face it, we're not negotiating just to buy a car or for a pay raise. We are negotiating for living in every aspect of our lives. How can we do that powerfully, successfully, and victoriously? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Rebecca Zong, and welcome to the time where you negotiate your best life. Welcome to another episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung. And on today's episode of Negotiate Your Best Life, we've got a really thrilling episode. We are talking to a real-life former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author of the book Spy Secrets That Can Save Your Life. Jason Hansen is really super fascinating. He has so many secrets of how you can actually save your life by just doing the smallest things and learning the smallest secrets, things that you would never have ever thought of, but you should definitely know. And we're going to dive into all of that today. So thank you so much for being here, Jason. I'm, I cannot wait to dive into this today. Good. Well, thank you for having me, Rebecca. I appreciate it. Thank you. So you've been a guest on like pretty much every show there is in the world. Today's show, Rachel Ray, Dateline, Dateline of all things, right? I mean, that, 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 like, just say that and everybody sort of like gets scared, right? <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh my God. And, you know, you, you talk about really being aware, being aware of your, your surroundings because, you know, you, you had this time in this, this CIA, you, you know, you have this background. And I think that in this day and age of people, they're on their phones all the time. They're like buried, their head is buried in, in, in the proverbial sand, mm-hmm. right? I mean, so talk about that. I think that is one of the most fascinating things. So let me tell you a quick story of how almost, I was almost kidnapped once. So without telling you where I was, I was somewhere in the world and it was the early morning, and I was out walking to somewhere, and I saw these two guys They were about 25 yards in front of me. They didn't match the baseline, which simply means they didn't blend in. They didn't look like they belonged. They weren't wearing clothes that matched the cultural uh, clothing of the area. And as soon as they started getting a little closer to me, I look at these two guys. They look directly at me. They look at each other, and then they step apart trying to force me to go right between them. 
And as soon as I saw that, that's all I needed to know. I turned around, I took off running. And these two guys took off running after me. But when people are trying to kidnap me, I become very, very fast. Oh my so God. I was able to outrun them. I found a hunker down site, a hunker down, and all was well. But the reason I tell that is imagine what would have happened to me if I was sitting there like this, typing on my cell phone, texting, having my head down. I would have walked right into those two guys and then I would have had to fight my way out of it. And I'd much rather just be able to run away than have to get into hand-to-hand physical combat type of thing. So I get that most people aren't going to be kidnapped. But I can tell you from training thousands of people over the years in safety and survival is that when somebody is looking for a drug fix or looking for money or crackhead, whatever it might be, they go to their local Walmart, local Home Depot, whatever, and they say, who's going to be the easiest victim for me to rob right uh, at this moment? And they watch everybody come out of Walmart. They watch everybody come out of Target. And once they find that easy victim, they follow to your car and they try and rob you or do something horrific. So if your head is up and you're scanning and you're looking around, that guy's going to say, well, she already spotted me or he already spotted me. I'm not going to go after them because I'm not going to be able to sneak up on them. Mm. But this day and age, it's so incredibly easy to sneak up on somebody because 99% of people aren't paying attention. So pay attention and that'll put you head and shoulders above everybody else. Therefore, you're not chosen as somebody to become a victim, somebody to attack. Yeah, it's so scary. I mean, my daughter is at UC Davis right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just recently, I mean, it's a quiet little town outside of Sacramento. It's a great little bucolic town that you think nothing would ever happen there. It's super safe. And just recently, one of the students, it, it turned out to be one of the students, but we didn't end up knowing. We didn't know that at the beginning. There was this person that was, you know, murdering people for a couple of weeks. This was going on. And, you know, she, it, it was like you're walking through the park and it, the, the, the guy ended up killing two people, stabbing them, and then very nearly killing a third and you know at night like not super late at night though mm-hmm. like eight o'clock you know walking through the park and apparently this guy would be like up in a tree <laughs> and yeah and looking for somebody who was walking alone and the guy was by himself of course too yep. and um looking for somebody who was walking alone and maybe on their phone or whatever. And he ended up killing uh, a student, one of you know, a fellow student. Mm-hmm. And then also, I think, you know, somebody who was sort of um, like a vagrant, you know, not a vagrant, but, you know, kind of somebody who was, you know, I don't know, somebody else. And then, and then a third person as well who was, you know, very, you know, uh, injured badly. But it turned out to be a student who had been dismissed for grades and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. And the only reason they were able to catch him was because he hadn't changed his clothes. And they were able to spot him like sort of in the trees or sort of running around or, or you know, running away or that sort of thing. You talk about this, you know, sort of lone wolf paying attention to your surroundings, that sort of thing. 
you know, can you talk about that a little bit too? I mean, because, you know, that was a situation. My daughter was just afraid to leave her home at that point until they found this, this kid. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you right now, one of the most important spy skills that any spy ever learns and that anybody can do, it's very easy. And I train a lot of college-age women, and I train everybody this. And recently, I had a young woman sending me an email said, hey, this saved me because somebody is following me. So the skill I want to teach you is called a surveillance detection route, SDR for short. And here's, it's a fancy way of saying, don't go from point A directly to point B, which means let's say all of us are spies right now who are listening to this. If you were going to go meet somebody, and I'll just use McDonald's and McDonald's, and you were a spy to meet an asset, you wouldn't go straight to McDonald's because if somebody followed you there, it would expose you, it would expose the asset you're meeting. So you might go to Walmart first, then you may go to the gym, then you may go to Starbucks, then you may go pick up your laundry. Then after you're sure you're not being followed, you would go to your final meeting location at McDonald's or wherever it might be. So what I tell people is, listen, anybody can run an SDR and it takes five minutes. Uh, so true story, a woman I trained, she's in the Macy's shoe department. She's looking at shoes and she said this weird, creepy guy starts wandering through the shoe department staring at her. So she goes over to Perfume, and sure enough, two minutes later, this guy shows up at Perfume. Well, then she goes over to Housewares, two minutes later, guy at Housewares, then she goes over to Women's Clothing, two minutes later, this guy's in Women's Clothing. So she knows she's being followed, right? She ran a five-minute SDR. She said there happened to be a security guard there. She pointed the guy out to the security guard, and the guy immediately took off running out of Macy's, never saw him again. The security guard walked this woman to her car, and she was fine. And so I tell people, like, if you think you're being followed home, just go around the block. If you go around in a, you know, a square or circle and that car is still there, well, guess what? You're being followed. You don't go home. So very easy things that anybody can do if you ever think you're being followed to make sure you don't bring the boogeyman back to your dorm room or back to your house. Um, I've got six kids and I get crazy people all the time. I get a few death threats a year. My house is, I don't own my own house, my name. I got an LLC and trust and all that. You can't find my house anywhere if you're trying to look it up. I make sure I'm not being followed home. I never have any mail delivered in my house. I have mailboxes, et cetera, type places where I get my mail. And so I do that, again, because I track the crazies. But those are all things that anybody can do to try and make themselves a little safer. Mm, really, really good advice. I mean, you, you also talk about this self-defense pen. Can you mm -hmm. talk about that? Yeah, Sure. Because I train so many people in self-defense and I train people in all walks of life, whether it's college age, whether it's you know somebody who's 75 years old, a lot of them say, hey, I want something that I can carry. I don't want to carry a gun. I don't want to carry a knife or you know, I don't want, I want something super simple. And so I'll pull it out of my pocket because I've always got it on me. It is a tactical pen. I'll make sure you can see this. And it's a pen with a sharp end, as you can see there. But if I pull off the cap, it's a regular writing pen. So I've flown all over the world with this. I've been in courthouses with this, you name it. And if heaven forbid, I feel like something's going on, I can have my tactical pen and all you got to do is strike somebody. I trained a young man, and this is a guy who, for lack of a better word, looks like a computer nerd, meaning nobody would ever say he's going to be tough. Nobody's ever going to say, oh, he's going to be somebody I'm going to have to fight off. But some guy tried to attack him at a gas station, was coming at him. He pulled out his tactical pen just like this hit the guy in the chest. The guy went down to the ground. The police arrived and arrested the guy who tried to attack him, and he was fine. So this is 
again, most of us have a pen to write notes with. So why not have a pen that kind of does double duty and you can carry it anywhere. So yeah, I've, I have thousands of students carrying this thing. And fortunately, a very small percentage have had to use it. But those small percentages save their life. Mm. And is that something that you sell or? I yeah, see. if you just go to tacticalspypen.com, you can get them, you can check them out, you can see if it makes sense for you. But I always tell people is when you're walking down the street, if you're uncomfortable, you can't pull out a knife and walk down with a big steak knife in your hand. But I can walk down the street with my tactical pen in my hand because it's just a pen. And if something goes wrong, it's already in my hand kind of thing. Again, yeah. I hope nobody listening to this ever has to use it. It's something you can get on an airplane with. They don't, you know, TSA doesn't. So let me doesn't... tell you what I do to be clear, because I had one guy say, Jason, I walked up to TSA. I put it in their face and said, hey, this is a tactical self-defense pen. Can I take it on? And the guy uh, said, no, yeah. took it. <laughs> what I do is I take the cap off, put it in my backpack that always has my laptop, go through security, and then I take it out and put it back in my pocket. And I've never had an issue doing it that way. Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store from accepting payments to managing inventory. Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive your store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bestlife, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash bestlife to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash bestlife. Okay. All right. So just so everybody's clear, you don't shove it in TSA's face. Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I wouldn't recommend you do that. Um, so what about if somebody feels like they're being stalked or something? I know a lot of times we've got that with women who are, you know, in domestic violence situations. You know, do, do you recommend anything? in particular for, for them? So I recommend, for self-defense-wise, I recommend the tactical pen, but I also recommend a stun gun flashlight. So it's a flashlight, looks like a regular flashlight, but when you push a button, it's the zapping sound. It's a stun gun, right? Think of a taser, except the taser shoots out barbs. Stun gun is just zapping, and they hurt like a son of a gun. They are, I mean, you do not want, I've had people test them on me. I've had my son do it because my wife didn't want to do it. But anyways, they hurt like crazy. <laughs> and I, I deal with a lot of domestic violence victims. And they come to me and say, hey, tell me how to make sure my ex-husband or ex-boyfriend is going to kill me. And that's what I recommend. And then, of course, I always tell them, you cannot 
have contact, meaning every time they text you asking for another date of its next boyfriend. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. And just, you already know this, but yeah, so many of them just can't let go. And they're like, oh, but I want to keep, like, stop. The more you keep texting him, the more he, that feeds into his mind that you want him, even though you're telling him you don't want him. Uh, but easier said than done for many people. Right, for sure. What, what about carrying mace or something like that? A lot of people talk about that. Is that a bad thing, a good thing? It works. I mean, I've been sprayed again for training and testing purposes, and it certainly affects me. The only reason I don't love it is that it doesn't work on everybody. So when I was in the police academy many years ago, and we got sprayed in the face with it. I couldn't see anything. I was completely blind. My nose is running, my eyes watering. But there were some guys who got sprayed, and they would say, oh, that's not that bad. I mean, that's, you know, didn't affect them for whatever reason. And then the other thing, of course, is if it's windy or you get nervous and you accidentally spray your own face where a tactical pen, a stun gun flashlight or some other item, you just shove it in them and it hurts like heck. And it's, you don't have to worry about any blowback or anything like that. Mm. And I guess pepper spray would be the same issue. Yes, correct. Yeah. 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 So... And what about when people say, well, they could use it back on you, you know, that sort of thing. You know, like I've heard that before. Like, eh, you know, the, the risk is that they could use it on you instead. Coming up, more on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zong. How can you spot when people are lying to you? There are a few different ways. It's a lot easier than people think. You don't have to go get polygraphed or work for the CIA. It's not a polygraph like when I joined the agency and all that stuff. But I'll just tell you one of the ways right now. And I call it pay attention to the first three to five seconds. As human beings, we're not born liars, we're not good liars, so our brain has to take time to think of a lie. Are you struggling with a narcissist in your life, whether it's a family member, a friend, a business partner, a soon-to-be ex, whoever it is, are you ready to shift that power dynamic, but you're just feeling like you cannot win, like everybody is believing their lies, and you're just feeling like there's just no way that you can shift that power dynamic. I've got a brand new masterclass for you. I'm sharing all my secrets and so that you can finally take back your power and break free from this hell emotionally, physically, and spiritually. I've never done this free masterclass before. Go to break free from hell and sign up. Come be with me and get my secrets so that you can finally take back your power and break free. Break free from hell and let's do this. Take a listen to our archive where you can listen to more episodes that show you the path to how to negotiate your best life. We, as human beings, we like to feel seen, heard, and know that we matter. And a lot of times the way that we get that feeling of, of feeling that we matter is by helping people. It's a good thing to help people, right? But not if you're being taken advantage of. And that's the key when you're dealing with narcissists. You're giving, 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 you're not getting anything in return. And now we return to today's show. So what I tell people is people come to me train all the time. We do self-defense training at our 320-acre spy ranch. And I tell them right up front is when I was in the police academy, they said, listen, if you don't think you could shoot somebody, leave now because you may have to do it on your job. 
And I tell these people, I say, listen, if you don't think you could jab this in somebody's chest who's trying to kill you, like you're in the wrong place. And most of these people, unfortunately, have some kind of serious threat against them where they say, absolutely, I could do it. If John Doe, who is my ex-husband, comes at me, I have no problem defending my life. And that's, yeah, that's what I always say is you don't have to worry about it getting taken uh, away from you if you know you can use it. If you already have that mindset of, yes, I'm not going to be an easy victim. I'm going to stop them no matter what. Uh, so, yeah, I have not run into that problem with people who come and train with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how can you best criminal proof your home? What would be the first things that you would tell somebody to do for that? I would say there's a few things. And good news is it doesn't cost a fortune, doesn't take forever. One is obviously get an alarm system. Put that alarm sign in the front yard. Because when criminals are casing a neighborhood, they're doing the same thing that crackhead does when he's out in front of Walmart saying, which house is going to be the easiest one for me to break into tonight? Which is you want the alarm sign, you want the alarm system, you want to have motion sensor lights, that way all your doors and exterior and everything, if somebody goes there, they're lit up, you want to have cameras, I've got cameras all over my home type of thing, we know the ring doorbell and other cameras, we can talk to them through it and all that kind of stuff. And then to make sure your door does not get kicked in, there's a lot of products out there uh, on Amazon, one is called Nightlock, and it's basically, and there's all kinds again, just figure out what works for you. But it's a metal sheet that kind of slides like this right in front of your door. So if somebody tries to kick in your door, they can't. Mm. And I have one of these every night. It takes literally five seconds to slip it on at night. And so if somebody's trying to kick in your front door, it's going to be very, very difficult to get in, which gives you time to call police, get a weapon, escape through the back, or do whatever you want to do. Mm. Interesting. All right. Well, and then how about... Uh, if if somebody is um, trying to carjack you, how can you avoid being carjacked? The best thing I can tell you, simplest thing, is remember movement saves lives. So my wife is an attorney and she went to law school in Baltimore City, Maryland, University of Baltimore. Not the world's safest place. I would never ever live there unless my wife was going to law school there. But I almost got carjacked there once. I didn't freeze. I hit the gas. I got out of there. So a lot of people, you have to remember, and anybody in the military listening to this knows the term get off the X. Well, the danger zone is the X. So when I was almost carjacked or some guy walks up to you at a stoplight and pulls out a knife and you just sit there and freeze, it's obviously going to be easier for them to harm you and carjack you. But if you hit the gas, whether you're going forwards, backwards, left, right, whatever, just some kind of movement, you significantly increase your chance of surviving. So without, again, having to take a week-long self-defense class for me, just remember to move. Don't freeze, hit the gas pedal, and go somewhere. And don't try and stare at the person who's got a knife or a gun or whatever they might have. Mm. You know, I think nowadays a lot of people are concerned about these mass shooters. You know, we hear about this all the time. You know, every week it's something else. Mm -hmm. You know, constantly. Movie theaters, malls. You know, is there any sort of training that you're doing around that or sort of thoughts around that at this point? Yeah, I do self-defense training for that. And the 30-second answer is, if you're in the mall and you hear gunshots and you're obviously far away, well, then you can get to safety. You can get your family to a safe location. But what a lot of these active shooters do, as we know, is they go up and down to store to store. So you have to be prepared if you're hiding out in a store that if that guy turns the corner, you're going to attack him. You're going to disarm him. You're going to fight him. You're going to fight back to preserve your life. 
because we've had too many stories of people are hiding somewhere and they're just basically curled in a ball and the guy turns a corner and kills them. So you've got to be prepared to defend yourself. Same thing as if maybe the active shooter happens and you're right next to him. Well, then since he's right next to you, which happened in the nightclub a while back, is you have to attack and stop that shooter. If you run away, well, guess what? Now you're a lot easier to shoot because all these people who are near him are now fanning out and you're turning your back into him and nobody's there and he can kill a lot more people. So mm-hmm. I realize people who have not had self-defense training, very hard to do. I 100% understand that. But that is what you need to do in that instance. Yeah, it's really scary, you know, to think Absolutely. about nowadays. I mean, who would have even thought? I actually was... See, I saw something on Instagram recently that kids now in certain elementary schools are being trained on what to do if a shooter comes into their school. I mean, you know, when we were kids, we were being taught like what would happen if there was like a nuclear bomb or something like 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 tornado drills and nuke drills. Yeah, and like the the chances of that was like zero, basically. Yeah, and the chances of a, a shooter are actually much higher, unfortunately, now, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's horrible. I mean, I think school security certainly needs to improve. It's too many schools. Fortunately, the one where my kids go, it's not easy to get into, but too many schools, you can still walk right in the door. You don't have to, you know, you can walk down the hallways without having to go right to the office. They don't have anybody checking somebody in. And I think that's what we need, unfortunately, is just much better school security. Yeah. So, I, I know a lot of the people who listen to my podcast and, and and my YouTube channel, they are dealing with toxic people, toxic personalities, high conflict personalities. They are concerned about people hacking in, hacking into their stuff or or spying on them, spying on through through maybe cameras in their home or that sort of thing. But you know, is there any kind of advice that you can offer them about that sort of thing? Yeah, I just had this because I have a a client who said, hey, I think I have an ex-employee that might have bugged one of our work trucks. And it doesn't matter if it's a vehicle, it doesn't matter if it's a car, or excuse me, a car, if it doesn't matter if it's a house or room. The first and easiest thing to do is just look and feel, the fingertip test. So run your fingertips all around. Does anything not look right? Does anything stand out? Are there scratches on the CD player because they removed it? Or again, you just... To hire someone like me or somebody else to come in and bug sweep your house costs thousands and thousands of dollars. And when you go on Amazon or someplace else and you see a bug sweeper for $50, it ain't going to do nothing. I promise you that. So what I always tell people is, listen, for your case, depending on what the threat is, you don't want to hire me. You don't want to have to pay me all that money. Is just go around where you think they have bugged you and have a flashlight and just look at everything. Because the majority of the time when I'm working with someone... The ex-husband or ex-whomever is not a mastermind, and they're pretty foolish the way they place these cameras, and it's not hard to find. So just take the time and turn off the lights, see if anything reflects off, does anything look new, does anything not add up? And a lot of times, this is an agency trick, is we would put stuff in something, meaning it was the old uh, Trojan horse, like, hey, I know you really wanted this... uh, this painting of John Doe, I, I got you this painting, you hang it up on the wall, there's a listening device in the painting type of thing. So be careful of gifts anybody gives you. I always do that because you don't know if there's a listening device or a bug in the gift. Mm, interesting. Interesting. And what about, is, is there an easy way to tell if there's like been something placed in your computer or anything like that? Do you know? 
Well, yes and no. Meaning how old is your computer? How much junk have you put on there as a slow? I mean, if it's a brand new computer and going slow and you're getting all these weird pop-ups and you didn't look at all these sites that are showing, well, clearly someone's been on there. But that goes back to also hire a professional because you can, again, but tell by what I just said is if it doesn't add up, but if you're not sure, like, oh, my computer's five years old and it is running slow, but I think my spouse is on it and I'm not seeing that many pop-ups. There are so many wonderful professionals in this country that we live in is take it to them because a lot of the, depending on how high the threat is and how good they are, a lot of these traditional virus scanners aren't going to find it. They're going to be able to bypass that. And I always say, listen, if it is really, really, uh, you know, worst case scenario, just dump the computer. I mean, if you are that terrified and it's that serious of threat, buy a new cell phone, buy a new computer. There are more, they're affordable enough these days that it's actually cheaper to dump your computer on your cell phone than to hire me or someone like me and bring me in to do a sweep and check it out ourselves. Yeah, that's definitely true. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we carry them and we bottle them up, it can definitely affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get them off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I know it's definitely been helpful for me in learning how to deal with past trauma and set boundaries and be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's super convenient because it's all online and flexible. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash negotiate today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash negotiate. Okay, so how can you spot when people are lying to you? There are a few different ways. It's a lot easier than people think. You don't have to go get polygraphed or work for the CIA. It's not a polygraph like when I joined the agency and all that stuff. But I'll just tell you one of the ways right now, and I call it pay attention to the first three to five seconds. As human beings, we're not born liars. We're not good liars. So our brain has to take time to think of a lie. And I'll give you two examples. When I'm hiring somebody for my company, I will say, and this comes out of left field, after you have baselined them, which means you've just gotten to know them, their normal mannerisms. So if somebody were sitting to me looking for a job, I'd say, hey, you know, where are you from? What are your hobbies? What do you like to do? How's the weather today? That normal stuff. And then totally out of left field, I will say, tell me the last time you stole something. Most people will be immediate off the bat. Oh, I stole a Snickers from the supermarket in sixth grade. Or when I was in high school, I stole money from my parents' wallet. People who are lying and be dishonest will get a deer in the headlights look on their face and they'll be like, um, 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 um. They're trying to buy time because they didn't see it coming. True story. One time I'm doing this and I say, tell me last time you stole something. And a woman who was trying to get a job with me gets nervous, starts stuttering. And I say, hey, don't worry about it. You know, we've all stole something. Everybody's human when we were kids or whatever, or who knows. And she said, well, actually, my last job I was at, it was a bookkeeping service. And I stole a ton of office supplies. And I was going to set up a competing bookkeeping service. But then I decided I didn't want to do that. So I'm here for a job now. I didn't hire that woman. I guess not. Oh my gosh. But it it works. Like whatever you want to know is make them feel comfortable. Same thing. I don't hire people who do drugs in my company. And I realize drugs are marijuana is legal in a lot of states. 
But I'll say, tell me the last time you did drugs. Most people are like, oh, I smoked weed in college, whatever. I had a guy one time, nervous in the face, stuttering, and then finally came out and said, well, I do hard drugs on the weekends, but I never do it during the week. So it won't affect my work. I only do it on the weekends. I didn't hire that guy either. Oh my gosh. Interesting. So you look for a hesitation. Yep. I'm looking for a not normal human behavior, kind of a nervousness in the face and hesitation, because if you're being honest, it's an immediate reaction. If I say, you know, hey, Rebecca, are you really a lawyer? You're not going <laughs> to pause and be like, um, um, uh, you know, oh, you're going to say, yeah, of course I am. Yeah. So when we're being honest, it just comes right out quickly. Florida bar number 326940. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So tell me, is there anything more that you would definitely want people to know? Is there something that you think, gosh, there's something that people absolutely need to know? Put me on the spot. I mean, there's a million things. I think the very first thing we started this interview off was hit it on the head. It's just situational awareness, having your head up. Because so many people are just looking for the easy victim. And if they see you come out and they see 50 other people come out, they're going to say, well, that person's head is up. I don't want to get in jail from them or punched in the face by them. I'm going to go for these other 50 people that have no idea I'm there. So that will put you much safer than the rest of the population. Yeah, you know, one of my daughter's best friends actually just broke her ankle walking down the stairs texting. I'll say she's young though. She's going to heal quickly. So Yes, yes, this is true, but it's a good lesson. Yes, it is. <laughs> you know? So where can people find out more about you? It's so fascinating. I feel like I could talk to you all day. This is like Thank you. A huge font of information. You can uh, go to YouTube and uh, I was say I was going to say Google, but go to YouTube and search Jason Hansen plus CIA. They can find me there or Spy Secrets Can Save Your Life is my New York Times bestselling book and Amazon, uh, wherever else. Yeah, I mean, we're going to definitely put links to all this stuff in the, you know, in the in the uh, description in YouTube and obviously in the show notes for the podcast as well. But I mean, honestly, so fascinating. Go get his book. Go listen to his YouTube channel. Go subscribe. Follow him on everywhere he is. I mean, really, really, really fascinating, fascinating guy. So thank you so much. Really, really, really great. It was awesome. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung. Tune in next week for another edition of Negotiate Your Best Life. Remember, if you want more ways to slay and you want more ways to be supported, you can always join my membership at joinslay.com forward slash slay. You can always subscribe to my YouTube channel and you can always grab my free Crush My Negotiation prep worksheet at winmynegotiation.com. Remember that today is a great day to start negotiating your best life. And I will definitely catch you in the next episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, Slayers, I'm here to tell you about a new podcast I'm excited about. 
Creating Confidence, hosted by Heather Monahan, a part of the Yap Media Network, Heather sits down with experts like Gary Vee, Sarah Blakely, and Les Brown to share with you techniques and strategies to create your confidence, pursue your dreams, and leapfrog villains you'll meet along the way. Creating Confidence is about elevating your confidence to the highest level ever. And take your business right there with you. Don't believe me? I'm going to share some of the amazing reviews that I've seen on Apple. Here's one. Heather has the perfect gems of wisdom that not only inspire you, but motivate you into action. I recommend it to anyone who wants to elevate their reach and go to that next level. How about that? That's amazing. Here's another one. Heather is so inspiring, and each episode is filled with tips and tricks on how to become more confident and live the life of your dreams. So if you are looking to level up your confidence, check out Creating Confidence now. Subscribe to Creating Confidence with Heather Monahan today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is.